What's up, everybody? I'm just double-checking to make sure that the YouTube gets started, and it has. We're live on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, Periscope, Trovo, Twitch should be starting. And, of course, TalkStreamLive.com and JLP Live Player, which you can find by going to thehakereport.com slash show. You can also find this shirt in the menu on thehakereport.com. I am wearing my I Love Boomers t-shirt. It's available in many colors. I'm wearing the premium, uh, which means 100% cotton. It's from Next Level. They do have, and I do offer, I think via Teespring, tri-blend. Anyway. Let's get started with a little bit of music here. I don't have anything particularly hand-picked for you. So Joel is going to handpick it and enjoy while we get started. Let the people come on in to the stream videos feed. Let's do this. Nice. So good. How can you beat John Parfit? You can't. And I will be reading your super chats, guys. And of course, your phone calls, 888-775-3773. Many of you guys are on hold. I'm going to touch on this mass shooting thing. I'm going to talk about the um, uh, one of the carnal things that happened in this, what is it, this spring break thing. No longer is it Easter vacation, it is spring break, which is total degeneracy, evil. Yeah, John Parfit. John Parfit is also known as Bright Lights, and this song is called Come Out. Come out of the ark, not the closet. Thank you, Red Pill XX. Um, D Live, you can get, you can uh, support via D Live. I see your supports. Uh, Super Chats, Arizona Lineman. You can support via Trovo. Based AF, I will get back with you, man. Appreciate that. That's cool. Let me send out my uh, Trovo. What else I want to cover, though, is the immigration situation. Oh, my gosh. It is so out of control. And it's kind of true. The liberals are kind of right that it is par for the course. But that doesn't mean it's a crisis. It's not a crisis and evil. It's terrible. And I'll be checking the Streamlabs as well. Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report. And I do try to read the live chat. So even if you don't give a super chat, I do try to catch what you're saying. For example, Quentin Lyons worries. I'm kind of scared. Earl gone for good. And a worried face. Don't, do not worry. But I don't know what has come of Earl. Maybe we will hear from him. Could be busy. Maybe he's taking care of his wife if he has one. I don't know. Earl, come out. Come out of the tomb. As Jesus told to Lazarus, Lazarus, come out of the tomb. Nice. All right, guys. It's about 9.05 a.m. here in Los Angeles. It is Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021, the year of our Lord, Anno Domini. A.D. Doesn't mean after death, it means year of our Lord. 
Let's fade this out. And, uh... I will be reading your super chats, by the way, guys. Shout out to you, uh, supporters. Let's get right on, though, with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Careful, guys. Be careful what you believe, who you follow, what you're into, because where you go, because it's a dangerous world and it's getting more dangerous. Thanks, Obama, <laughs> or thanks, Biden, thanks, Kamala, or whoever. Thanks, Garcetti. Thanks, Cuomo. And it never ends. Thanks, Bill de Blasio. Thanks, Christy Noem. <laughs> Am I harsh on Christy Noem, the South Dakota governor? Some of you guys are from South Dakota or in South Dakota. Shout out. Um, that's cool. I respect that lady who's the governor of... Oh, if you can respect a woman, right? <laughs> the governor of South Dakota. But uh, I think she's a phony politician, in my opinion. I watched an interview with this lady, Christy, with an I at the end. No, uh, no Y, no E. Christy Noem, N-O-E-M, on Tucker Carlson's excellent show on Fox News. And he interviewed her about canceling the transgenders in the, in the female sports, which honestly, I don't really have a big gripe about transgenders in the, in the women's sports. Women are the ones who, well, I mean, it, in many cases, these are high school girls, but those high school girls will grow up to be liberal voters. They, you know, these liberal voters are the reasons that the transgenders are doing it. The women are, are at the forefront of pushing the degeneracy. They, they feel sorry for the gays. They feel sorry for the transgenders. It's all the wrong kind of love. Not that Christy Noem is feeling sorry necessarily for these people in this case, but she's like caving to pressure, playing phony politician. No, I'm tough. I'm tough, Tucker. You're not telling the truth. But he did tell the truth. And the, I noticed that these people, these phony, the, well, I don't know how phony she is, but she came off as phony last night. I don't know anything about her other than that. And also she spoke at the um, Mount Rushmore before President Trump spoke. <laughs> Skip says, I'm sorry, Hake, but yellow is not your color. And then he has a pondering face. Well, thank you. But, uh, this woman was speaking, and I was watching the live stream on one of these YouTube channels, such as Right Side Broadcasting Network. Excellent YouTube channel. Excellent, uh, streaming website, news website, Right Side Broadcasting Network. But I'm looking at the live chat when this woman is speaking, and she's just saying the usual pre-written stuff, not from the heart or anything. And people are like, oh, Christy Noem, 2024, next president. No, no thanks. <laughs> 
And so, I'm not into that. We need men, we need men, but not female-minded kiss-up men like we have with the rhinos. Including the people who we thought were conservatives who just cave and cower, and this woman is no different. Uh, Tucker, I like Tucker, and I liked Bill O'Reilly, I like Jesse Lee Peterson, and I like President Trump, because those people are just men, simple, straightforward. Let's get it done. This woman listened to the experts and professors and law experts and all that stuff. The law and the courts are not the only place that you can win. And honestly, those are the place where the, you're less likely to win because the courts are filled with a bunch of lying lawyers and judges and intellectuals in general, who can rationalize all sorts of evil. You win in the streets, as Tucker Carlson said, because this whole thing about transgenders playing in women's sports and girls' sports, really, um, is this big controversy. Nobody really likes it. You know, for the most part, nobody likes the transgender, the male to want to be female, people running track and or playing UFC and breaking skulls and all kinds of stuff. Or one skull was broken. It's not popular. So you win in the popularity contest. You win in the streets, the culture. Even if, and that's the way that many of these court cases are won. If the public had a big outcry, the major public had a big outcry about the election, I bet you that the court cases would have been settled differently regarding the election because it does affect the judges and the, all that stuff. And it doesn't even have to go to court. You went in the streets. JLP once told, or has told the story before of, uh, I guess his car was sideswiped or, or crashed into when it was parked in the street one time, and he went to his, uh, his um, insurance car insurance people, they said, oh, since you didn't catch the guy, or you weren't there, we can't help you. And then he picketed, and they helped him. <laughs> and before I've done that, when I signed some, when I bought a car, I signed something I had no business signing, didn't read it. I'm like, ah, whatever. I trust these people. Car dealership, used car dealership. And it was something that I didn't want, something that I paid for. And so I protest. I knew that I went to them like, hey, work with me. No, they won't work with me. I signed it. So I uh, held up a sign. I got cheated, basically, <laughs> is what I said on the sign, by such and such of somewhere, the car dealership name, right? I don't want to say the car dealership name. And... Uh, they called me inside within like 10, 20 minutes of me picketing. Cars driving by on the busy street, honking. Being like, oh yeah, right on, buddy. <laughs> Good. Hope, you get your, uh, hope you get your money back. They gave me my money back. And they fixed my car to what I needed to, to have fixed. And the GM, the general manager, was all, was all mad. He's all, we're going to do what we're going to do for you, but how would you feel... 
if you sold a bike to somebody and that person picketed outside of your house saying that he got screwed by you or whatever, right? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. But you guys messed, were messing with me. So I started shouting back at him and he's shouting at me. Meanwhile, he's giving me what I want. <laughs> so, uh, and he also said, just know you wouldn't win in the courts. Well, you win in the streets. You win in, there's more than one way to win. Don't go by the lawyers, the liars. No, I didn't buy a Prius. What do you take me for, Skip? So anyway, I feel that that lady, I'm kind of glad that more people are seeing that when she listens to bad advice is what the experts are saying. She tweeted out, I think I have the picture. Um, well, it's a screenshot of Christy Noem, uh, an article on Christy Noem by this guy named John Schwepp. Schwepp? In uh, Substack. Substack is a platform that independent journalists can start to write. So this guy is explaining the veto. Basically, he calls her a victim of bad advice, which is charitable. The South Dakota governor is inexplicably destroying her own political career, writes John Schwepp. And he highlights this tweet from her from March 8th. In South Dakota, this is before she vetoed it, right? Or before she refused to sign it. In South Dakota, we're celebrating hashtag International Women's Day. Give me a break. Barf. By defending women's sports. I'm excited to sign this bill very soon. And then she didn't. <laughs> and she's quote tweeting American Principles Project, which says, great news, S Senate, the South Dakota Senate just passed the Women's Fairness in Sports Bill, 20 to 15, now heads to Christy Nome's desk for a signature. And then she's explaining away how, oh, only the girls, the younger girls under 18 should be protected from having to play with the transgenders because the college sports, the NC2A, which is a major... Uh, sports league for college sports, NCAA, will bully us because South Dakota is a small state. Bull Even using the word bully, give me a break, woman. Lady? Christy Noem? How embarrassing. And yeah, I was all pumped up about uh, Sarah Palin. I, like I definitely liked her better than I liked John McCain. Tell you that much in terms of her politics. So, it was, to me, as weakness. As, as JLP said about that woman who became the Supreme Court Justice, Amy Barrett, maiden name Coney, right? And she goes by Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> she caved too. Well, honestly, so did the rhinos whom President Trump appointed. He doesn't have much to choose from, really. But she caved to pressure, and she kissed up to Black Lives Matter and everything evil. I'm not saying Christy Nome would kiss up to BLM, but it's a shame. Anyway, um, I'm going to talk about this Boulder grocery store shooting, but I want to get to some calls right off. Let me read a few Super Chats, though. Arizona lineman says, Hake, soon to be triple Hake, JJ Hake, LOL, or JK Hake. I'm not sure what you mean. But thank you, Arizona lineman. <laughs> when it rains, gave a ninja and said, I owe you this. 
for taking Holly out and showing her a good time. Good man, sir. Hashtag make it happen. Oh, okay, you're rewarding me, I guess? Right on. Very nice. Thank you. And, uh... Streamlabs, before I get to calls, lines are full, by the way, guys. Hang tight. Sixto Re-Whited gave a super chat and then said, They want to take your guns, call you racist, vilify your religion, and force your kids to learn about transgenders and homosexuals, by the way, for ki- from kindergarten. How much more are we going to take? Yeah. And we have to know, we have to have the wisdom to know how to deal with it, because some people flip out and do the wrong thing. BNN Watchdog gave a super chat and said, BNN Beta News Network, Noose Max, Tizzle Vizzle, hope that's not dirty, Bane of the Betas and Trolls and Marcus Jones, the truth will be known. Thank you, BNN underscore Watchdog. (laughs) I think that's Beta News Network. Sixto Rewhited says, getting the day drink on for Hake's show. Keep that in the closet, buddy. Don't spread it. He says, what's your favorite beer, James? Root beer. <laughs> Keep it all PG. Much love, brother. Thank you. And Hot Computer Smell says, congrats, Hake, on your holiday date. That's funny. That's a nice uh, m- pun. You took her to see the real mountains instead of the ones the homeless create on the sidewalk. Well, she saw, she saw that, too. It's ridiculous over here. And it has gotten worse. Under Eric Garcetti. Eric Garcetti is the mayor that we've had since, like, 2013. Before that, we had that guy who hung out with, um, that guy who used to say winning, and then he caught HIV. Or he had HIV when he was saying that. Um, Charlie Sheen. The guy who hung out with Charlie Sheen was the previous mayor over in Mexico. Antonio Villaraigosa. And by the way, Antonio Villaraigosa, before I get to calls, speaking of simps, what is up with Los Angeles phony politicians, males, changing their names to get their wife's last name? Uh... Antonio Villaraigosa, his name, according to a local um, John and Ken radio show, used to be Tony Villar, but he married a woman named uh, Raigosa, Raigoso, Raigosa, and so he, he added Villar, and in Spanish it's Villa, Villar, Villaraigosa. <laughs> what a mess. And then same thing, too, with a black politician. Um... Mark Thomas. It used to be Mark Thomas. He was born Mark Thomas. Nice American normal name. Man's name. Black man's name. And then he married a woman named uh, Ridley. And so he became Mark Ridley hyphen Thomas. Mark Ridley Thomas. Ridley his, his wife's name. Cringe. Anyway, I gotta get to some calls. Robert on in Kansas wants to talk about the U.S. dollar. What's up, Robert? How are you doing? Hey, hey, doing well, man. I called in early so we'd have some time. Appreciate it. And I wanted to start with some small talk. I don't know if you accept that, but it's like intellectual foreplay. You know, I like to uh, warm you up, big boy. Um, Yikes. I wanted to say I noticed a few things about Holly I wanted to mention. If if Um, it's clean, go for it. absolutely clean. It's positive, too. First of all, she told you she was going to come see you, and then she did. Yeah. Second, 
Secondly, when she was on JLP, I noticed right off the bat she had no makeup on. And then later in church, she mentioned that. And I thought that was great. You know, it's really good to, for other women to hear that from a woman. Nice. And then, and then finally, the last thing I noticed, and I wasn't there, so I guess I don't really know, but she seemed to be dressed modestly. And so, you know, man, you know, being out here in the world, all I got to say is it could be a lot worse, man. So uh, I, uh, I know for me personally, like if I knew Holly, at the very least, we could be friends. You know, she could be right. like a girlfriend of mine, and I think we'd get along great. So I just want to say that about her. I, I liked her. Right on. Appreciate um, that. All right. Well, okay, let's get right into it, man. I um, I was at a family event, and lots of boomers, you know, and even older than boomers. And I've been one of these conspiracy guys for a while, saying crazy stuff, or at least they think. And But now, with the COVID and the Trump election thing and everything going on, they're, they're, they're starting to ask me a lot of questions and, and you know, give me, uh, you know, more, more uh, credence than they did before, right? So, um <clears throat> They asked me, okay, so what is this matrix thing you talk about? Why are you, what do, what do you mean? And I was like, well, do you have 10 hours? And they're like, no, we're going to leave in 30 minutes. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, um, I, let, me, let me do this. And I took a dollar bill out of my wallet and I put it on the table. And I said, look at the back of this dollar bill and, and what it says. And I don't know if you can bring up that image or whatever. But on the back of the dollar bill, you have the great seal of the United States. And on one side... The Latin, the Latin with the pyramid says Anoit co Coeptus, and then under that it says Nuvos Order of Seclorum. And so what that means basically is God favors or God prospers our undertaking. It either you know, it has different meanings. And then under Nuvos Order Seclorum is New Order of Secularism. Wow. So God favors God favors a new order of secularism. And then right there on the $1 bill, right above the one, you'll see, in God we trust. So you have to imagine these people making our money, they are, they have a God, okay? Now, it's not the God that you and I observe, hey, not the divine creator who laid down the foundation, but the God of this world is who they mean. And as I was explaining this uh, to my family, the, the, the eyes were just getting wider and wider because they're realizing they've had these, this money on the whole time, and, and this has always been here since they've been alive, basically, and they never really knew any of this, that right. the, the God of the secular order controls our money, right? Yeah. And the, the United States is a corporation, and what controls corporations? What do they run on? They run on money. And so basically our governing body is a is a uh, the secular order of the world or satanic and interesting I man found it am- i found it amazing how these boomers and these people who have never considered any of this they really did just say wow this is right here in front of us it's in plain sight and yet we never really knew that this this is why things are going the way they are in this world is that these people in control of things are governed by money which is mammon which is a subspirit of Satan. You and know, so that is, just to briefly interrupt, man, it seems like okay. f- just from a preliminary search, one of the guys here did a quick search. It seems like seclorum does not mean secular, as you might assume. It's more the um, possessive form of seculum, like generation, century, or age. Yeah, like, 
Yeah, it has. And just like the Anuit Coeptus, there are several different, uh, you can find all types of things that it, it, it means in, in the Latin um, translation. And I found that too. I found very positive meanings to it. Right. They say the eye of the pyramid means the eye of providence, the eye of God. And so there's 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 different versions, just like everything with these people. It can be double speak, right? Yeah, you never so they know. Can, they, that's yeah, they true. can say something, yeah, like, in God we trust, and me and you are thinking, oh, well, they mean God the Creator, but they could say, in God we trust, and they really mean the God of this world. True. So it, it can be double-speak in a lot of ways, and so you can go in a direction of positivity thinking that the people ruling over us are good, but then if you look around, you'll notice that they're pushing every type of degeneracy and perversion they possibly yep. can. Very true, so, man. You know, I, I think that if they were positive, they were of God, then we would see a, a more of a Christian order, a more of a kingdom of God type of um, society, but we don't see that. We see more of a, a satanic society. So um, I'll just say that just by the fruits of their efforts, you see that they are evil, and those are the people controlling the world, Hake, and that's how they coordinate everything, right? So yeah. if they want worldwide coronavirus, well, if every if every nation state is a corporation and the bankers hold the money above them and they say well, you don't get any money unless you go along with these lies, well then they that's how they that's how they control the the space narrative, the globe Earth narrative, all <laughs> the nation states agreeing on all these lies because what sets above them is a group of international bankers who uh, control these nation states. And there's a few nation states that lie outside of that. Yeah. Um, Robert, I, I appreciate range. it. It's, this is, I'm, f I'm filled up. I'm filled up with the information okay. that you've given me so far. Can, can I highlight three black men real quick that I, that I want to real that, fast. That, uh, Go okay, for it. real fast. Number one, president of Tanzania lost his life for telling the truth. Uh, number two is a guy named Barricade Garage. I hope you guys can get him on. He's a oh, level keep your keep your. But as far as tips go, man, keep those. Send them to us privately. Send okay. it to the producer. Don't. Okay. I don't like. We don't like taking tips right. on air. Uh, I, won't, I won't mention the last guy. The last thing, James, and I'll get off. Uh, I hope that you ban that stupid monkey, Tony, because uh, I gotta go. Thanks, man. <laughs> ah, what a mess. All right, let me get to Samuel in Sweden. What's up, Samuel? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Nice. And I'm going to keep it in for life. Um, blew your head off. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, say that? Well, I don't know if I want you to repeat that. But thank you. Well, uh, it seems like the caller before me was telling you a lot of stuff. And you oh, yeah. Want some uh, cool, cool down period. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I usually call in to talk about my show. You know, I, I got my second strike. Uh, oh. I mean, just just uh, some hours before the, uh, um, well, on, on Saturday, actually, last Saturday. Is, is it important to you that you say the things that you say that get you in trouble? Can you, um, because you don't have, well, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we say in, in person that you don't need to say on YouTube, like stuff that everybody knows, such as about the election <laughs> honestly, or whatever. Honestly, Hake, I usually say more online than I say when I meet people in public. But, right. You know, I want to call him because uh, yesterday I, I met two of my fellow Swedes, uh, sheep people, 
And I just told them exactly the things I tell on my live stream to them. And it's so fun. I mean, that's more fun than any movie you can watch to see them blow up. And I mean, I was more or less, more or less called a Holocaust denier because I questioned the official narrative. Your friends I mean, called you that? Yeah, my friends and friends. But I know where I live. You know, I met them on the street when I was out walking. Be careful and, with I that, mean, man, because in Sweden, you don't necessarily have the freedom of speech. People get well, in ser- I hear it. about in Europe, people get in serious <laughs> trouble for just for saying stuff like that. <laughs> well, I mean, perhaps, but perhaps it's just enough legal to at least talk about it in that situation. But, I mean, you know, what I wanted to mention is that, I mean, these people, they want... They want people to go uh, get punished if they demonstrate against a uh, corona lockdown. Right. They want people to be denied access to health care if you don't take tests and things like that. I mean, one of the, those persons, he, was a, he had taken the shot, you know, but he said, well, every three weeks he has to, because of his job, he has to go and get swabbed in his nose and he gets nose bleed. And I said, whoa, man. Perhaps you, you should refuse that. I mean, you, they treat you like a cattle. You know, I mean, they go in every uh, other week and put that thing in his nose and it bleeds. I mean, that's yeah, a cycle. But that's the awful. people are sheep. They just accept it. Right. But anyway, I, 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 if you want to know about stream, I, I will be on D-Line next uh, Sunday. Ha, we broke but you. I nice. I, by we, YouTube broke you. Because <laughs> you wanted to stay on YouTube, but you're going to D Live. Nice. Well, congratulations. Well, I, I'm, I, you know, I didn't want to break, have break. Uh, you know, vacation again. So I just keep moving on. But I, I, I will go back to YouTube after the two weeks new ban. Right. And I did remove all my uh, my stream videos on YouTube. Oh, okay. But I will start to put them on BitChute because there they can. I'll tell you, man. Being do what you want, but it, and it sounds like you it sounds like you're going towards this direction. But you know, there's these topics, such these taboo topics, they don't really have to be talked about much. I mean, this such as ancient history, World War II history. You can look into it for yourself. A lot of people do. Probably many of my viewers know a lot more about it than I do, and it's not really a necessary topic. And same thing with the. The shutdowns and the and the vaccines and stuff, you can dance around it a little bit, but but you're a Christian and your main message is Christianity, and to get your message out, you might um, like to protect your YouTube channel because that one reaches the most people. Well, hey, I totally totally disagree with you because I mean it's clear of what you know have been discovered that these vaccines vaccination that every leader promotes, even the wonderful Trump, is a freaking murderous weapon. They, I mean, the percentage of people dying get serious uh, side effects of these vaccines are huge. A lot more, more than, you know, people getting affected without vaccines. So, I mean, people are pushing this. I mean, should I not, as a Christian, stand up for what's right and I be against what's evil? You can stand up for what's right, but, but honestly, evil. Samuel... You're t- you're preaching to the choir. Think about the people who are listening to you on your streams. They pro- they may well know more about the vaccines than you do. You're not telling anybody anything new. Yeah, 
But you know, I, I well, I, and then you know, meanwhile, you're do, just getting yourself banned. <laughs> I will, I will talk what I want to talk about, and, and I do. Right. It's, it's fun to talk about it in real life, also. That's what, what I, you know, I really encourage people to say, you know, question the official narrative to cheat people, and you know, have real fun time. Yeah. Because they they go they go crazy. I'm just saying to be uh, be wise. You don't because some people are impulsive and they feel, oh, as a Christian, I have to talk about vaccines or this or that. And some people actually like jump to conclusions about stuff that they don't even know what they're talking about. Many times, these people well, who honestly, are talking about this stuff. Hey, what? Honestly, hey, the only thing I regret is that I haven't talked more about the uh, evil with vaccination when it comes to people in my surroundings. I mean, I thought, well, for one year, I could have said much more about this is evil. And I've been like, you know, now people have been brainwashed for one year, and it's pretty hard for them to wake up now when they just, they just, they just retelling everything that they have been told, have no thought for themselves. But I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. That's the only person I can be. Right on, man. Well, thanks for the update, Samuel. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, have a great day. Okay, take care. Um, yeah, one thing that I notice is they're lightening up on the uh, shutdowns, right? And the shutdowns are evil. But they're replacing it with seemingly something worse. The vaccines. That's like violating your body, your, your rights, my body, my choice, right? But they say, well, your body affects other people's bodies, too, so you have to get it. What a scam. And the people pushing it are some of the worst people in the world. What a shame. I have a little surprise for you guys. And I think this is a real uh, person. My second favorite caller. You guys have been wondering and worrying. Maybe all for not. Earl from Michigan, back from the dead. How are you doing, Earl? Hola, buenos dias, James. Can we, can we get a round of applause? Good morning, Earl. Good morning. We, we were wondering where you were. Um, I'm fine. Right on. No problem. Cool. Even Hot Computer Smell said that she was missing you. Yeah, but you can take that with it. That's, that's, that's today. A few minutes later, she hates my guts again. So, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt that she, that she missed me until she don't miss me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's good to hear from you. But, Did you uh, hear us uh, talking about you and speculating and wondering? Yeah, I, I heard some of the... Uh, Speculation. I always hear speculation. If anything were to happen anything. to you, do you have anything set up that somebody could call in and let us know, uh, Earl is fine, he just had to go this way or that way? No, I don't have anything set up. Uh, okay. Uh, um, but uh, I'd like to mention, first of all, a guy that probably... You never find uh, in in the regular history books uh, a black American, a black American hero named Robert Smalls. And you, some of your callers can uh, 
research him and look him up. Okay. He was a true American hero uh, that stood up uh, for black folks that history sort of skipped over and then comes back to him, but he should be well-known like any other person in history. Like Jesse Lee Peterson should be well-known. No, Jesse Lee Peterson couldn't tie his bootstraps. Because uh, <laughs> he's dead. Is Robert Smalls dead? Yes, he was born in 1839. Uh, so why would he even want to tie his bootstraps? Huh? Why would he even want to tie his bootstraps? Well, you don't have to get literal, man. Just, uh, <laughs> take it as a, yeah, as I got a form you. of speech. Right. Okay. Uh, but uh, I was going to also touch on, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Rick from Maine. Oh, yeah. Good guy. Now, he commented on on uh, George Floyd uh, a few weeks ago that uh, he sounded all like he had some profound uh, uh, revelation and knowledge that uh, that because uh, Floyd could speak that uh, he wasn't losing his breath or whatever. Uh, what an ignoramus! I mean, that's dumb. <laughs> and we all know. Uh, we all know that when you when you. When you when you in threat of losing your breath or whatever, it's a flight or fight uh, fight response. Yep. You don't wait uh, until you totally out of air and so forth, and then say, "Well, I think it's about time I tell somebody I can't breathe." Right. I mean, uh, what I and, what I heard from around that time in the chat was that a fentanyl overdose. With a fentanyl overdose, I think there's. Can, liquid can come to, sometimes come into your lungs, and it and it makes it very difficult to breathe. Yes, it does. It's a it's a relaxing uh, thing that I think uh, uh, so it's very very dangerous because it uh, it uh, just a little bit can cause uh, uh, you know respiration. Yeah, and. Uh, and so forth, and you can die easily. All the more reason that uh, when you notice that you can't breathe, to tell somebody as soon as possible. Uh, you don't have time to wait and say, uh, I think I'll uh, wait till uh, maybe five more seconds until uh, uh, I'm dead, and then I, maybe I'll tell somebody. He was saying it before breathe. he was saying it. He started saying that he couldn't breathe before the cops even got on top of him. Even then, but still, he noticed he was having problems breathing. And so yeah, that's then, why they called. The, that's why they called the ambulance for him, because they're very also, humane police. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. They, uh, and he to the, and he asked to be put on the floor, on the ground. I mean, yes, and he asked to be laid up because he couldn't breathe. Oh, I don't know and about the that. The other guy. I mean, he was resisting uh, arrest. They can't. They have to pin him down some way. Yeah, they could pin him down. They had him under, under. Uh, they had him uh, under control. Multiple they knees. Had him, uh, 
on his hands uh, and so forth. He couldn't do anything. All I, because they were all, on him. All, because they were on top right, of him. That, he couldn't do anything. That was a problem, too, according to the corner. Because they... Well, that was his problem neck. that he brought on himself. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, listen. go on. Go on. Because they were uh, pressing against his neck and, and his back. Right. The corner said it, uh, it didn't allow his diaphragm to expand. Right. And it's hard for him to breathe. Mm -hmm. The combination of that uh, led to his, or uh, even if not outright killed him, led to the speeding of his. Uh, Sounds like speculation uh, you know. to me. Yeah, but that's common sense. Yeah. If you can't yeah. breathe, if if you're doing stuff that uh, in uh, that 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 uh, that makes it harder to breathe, it doesn't help anything, does it? He he could have been when you're having this the difficulty. Man, Earl, the man could have yeah. been. They put him in the SUV and he asked to get out and be put on the ground. So he brought this on himself. He was resisting arrest. He was in a panic. He that, was already in decline. It's his own fault. What what came of him? Regardless of that, yeah. Uh, once a person can be just like in Aragona's case. When you can't breathe, all you can do is tell the person right. who's, uh, have you ever, uh, I don't know if you have brothers and sisters or yep. friends, have you ever done any roughhousing? Chauvin is so on forth? TV. Jury is now selected in the in the Chauvin trial. Yeah, I've I've roughed house and I've been like, ah, 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 hurts, hurts. And then I get the advantage. <laughs> you don't have time. You don't have time to, when you're really serious about it, you don't have time to say, uh, I think I'll wait a few more seconds until I really am so desperate that I got about one breath of air left. Then I'll tell somebody I can't breathe. <laughs> when you get a flight of uh, uh, fright and so forth, flight of fright, you do you tell you try to tell the person it's so right. Stop. But that's, that's also a, it's also a tactic to. Um, let make the it people also, lower their defenses so that you can get away or get you or get you the can advantage. Also make up anything, but in the yeah. case of life and death situation, sometimes uh, uh, you got to err on the side of. of that was, of, by of, the way, that was the second coroner who didn't even examine the body itself. He just looked at the video. He was hired by the family, and he's the same coroner who who analyzed Mike Brown's uh, death too. By the way, the first one, the first one was a, that said that he had died. That came from the police. Bottom because line, bottom police. line, Earl, he brought it on yeah. himself. He brought it on himself. What? You, well, what are the cops to do? A, no, that that has nothing to do with uh, that. What did the cops do wrong? The cops did wrong is that they did not, uh, Chauvin did not get off his neck. At any time, he never. You're getting muffled. He, wanted, he, he stayed on his neck, even after one of the policemen took the man's pulse and found that he was, uh, he, he didn't have any, and he asked him, should he turn him over? And Chauvin said, no. He was looking at the crowd. Earl, your your phone's getting messed up. The other part of the other part of the problem is the the crowd is getting antsy all around him. Adding to the confusion, they have just as much role, if any, as the cops in the, this guy's death. He brought it on himself. Thanks, Earl. We'll talk.
His phone is, I think he cut out completely. But thank you. Nice to hear from Earl, huh? Ninja Huey gave a diamond and said, Sorry, ladies. Hake is off the market. And he says, Holly wins. I think that's speculation. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. But right on. Thank you. Penny Rue with the Ninjagini on DLive.tv slash The Hake Report says, These politicians with their wives' last names are tr- trannies, so it's fine. <laughs> wow. I disavow. I disavow. But thank you, Penny Roo. And another Ninjagini, Penny Roo, says, Be ye wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Nothing changes when someone gets banned. Be smarter. Up to you, though, man. Uh, Samuel in Sweden. Totally up to you. How you want to do it. Thank you guys for the super chats. Oh, yeah, me too. (laughs) Very true. I could probably be so vanilla, and I love vanilla, that I could probably be monetized if I were smarter. Shout out to, I was watching, what is it, Nightwave Radio or something like that? And he's monetized on YouTube. Congrats, dude. That's cool. Uh, Let me get to a first-time caller in Austin, Texas. Wilmer, how are you doing over there in Austin? Hello, Hake. Hey. I'm doing well, but the city is not doing well. And I actually wanted to talk to you about that today. Okay. That's great. Right, but before- I've been to Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty liberal, I would say. It's, it's getting worse every day. Yeah. Now, I did want to touch on a little topic real quick, and it has to do with Earl. And we've all heard Earl go yep. on and on, and we know he's <laughs> stubborn. Yeah, uh, And so I'm not going to spend much time on this at all. Uh, but he brought up Robert Smalls. Robert Smalls was pretty much the man who advocated to Abraham Lincoln to let blacks into the military. And that brought us to Tuskegee Airmen, the Buffalo Soldiers. Many great soldiers. But this is a quote from Robert Smalls. And maybe Earl should check this out. I ask that every colored man in the North who has a vote to cast would cast that vote for the regular Republican Party and thus bury the Democratic Party so deep that there will never be seen even a bubble coming from the spot where the burial took place. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. We'll hey, hear Earl. From, maybe we'll hear from Earl on that. Yeah, maybe so. I hope so. Yeah. But I don't have much hope that anything would change <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> that being said, all right, so I'm black. All right, I'm a conservative. I'm only in Austin, Texas for military. I'm currently doing some training right now as a paratrooper, uh, so I have to be here in the meantime. This is definitely a, a circus. It's, I see craziness every time I step out of my apartment. Um, I wear an American flag on my hat. I hang an American flag on my door, and I get dirty looks. You know, people, uh, people don't like to see that type of stuff. Yeah. I, the, the behavior of these individuals and how they conduct themselves out in public is, you know, I try not to judge, but I observe, and I observe a lot of ridiculousness. You know, you have men dressing like women, wearing heels and skirts with their muscular legs. It's yeah. It's kind of disgusting. Right. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and you have people always getting into fights. It seems to be a lot of mental illness here. Uh, I went to Academy Sports and Outdoors the other day to get a, a fishing rod, right? So I walk in, the guy at the door, he says, uh, hey, 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 he says, hold up. I say, hey, man, don't, don't talk to me like that. You know, I go about my business. As I'm walking away, he says, oh, you got a problem? And this is the Academy employee, the door greeter. Wow. Hey, <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm checking out, and he walks up as I'm checking out. He's like, "Come on, man, you got a problem?" 
And <laughs> I'm looking at him like, what? <laughs> it, it, pretty much the reason I'm saying this is just to give you an idea of just how loony it is here. I have a buddy who wants to become a police officer. They defunded the police so heavily in Austin, Texas, they're not even hiring. Wow, that's awful. Yes. But that's just what uh, I wanted to go and give to you, just an idea of what's going on here, and also touch on Earl real quick. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Wilmer. That is yeah. wild. Where are you from mm-hmm. originally? Originally, I'm from Fort Myers, Florida, a small town, but I spent a lot of my time in San Antonio, Texas, which is not as bad. Yeah. That's a shame. Well, good luck in the military. And, uh, yeah, be a light over there. Just keep your cool. And, um, yeah. But stay alert, because people are kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. All right, thank you, Hayes. All right, Have thank you, one. Wilmer. Take care. Very nice. Yeah, people are on edge. You do have to be careful. That's whether you're white, Asian, black, Hispanic. Do not play. Before I get back to calls, let me tell you about this story. I have a headline from Fox News about the spring break evil. I have a little picture of these two guys, their mugshots, twenty in their 20s. Messing up their own lives, too, by the way. Young black males. One of them looks a little bit like a Pharrell or something. <laughs> but uh, one of them has, like, tattoos of faces on his neck or something. And he has light eyes. But these are a couple of black guys who, apparently, these are mugshots. And uh, according to Fox News, the headline, they're spring breakers. Two North Carolina men in, Mia- in Miami over spring break were arrested for allegedly drugging and raping a 24-year-old woman who was found dead in her hotel room, authorities said on Monday. And we don't know the real story. And they call rape when, the, if the woman is at, at all drunk, they call it rape. So who knows what the real story is, but this is Evoir Collier, or Collier, 21, and Dorian Taylor, 24 also accused of stealing the unconscious woman's credit cards and using them during their South Beach vacation, according to the Miami Herald. Both men were caught in surveillance footage entering the Albion Hotel with the the impaired victim, a Pennsylvania resident. Pennsylvania, running down to 24-year-old girl, I think, woman. Running down to do a spring break thing. She gets drugged has sex, and ends up dead. She was seen on uh, surveillance footage with these guys 1 a.m. Thursday last week, police said. Taylor, this guy, um, the 24-year-old young man, was holding her from behind, holding her by the neck so she could stand, according to the Miami Beach detective Luis Alcina, testifying during a bond hearing on Monday. I'll spare you the details, but it's there. It's in a Fox News article. While the victim was passed out, the men snatched her credit cards. Dishonest, immoral, allegedly, right? Phone and cash and left her room without any concern for her welfare or safety, according to the allegation of the report. First responders discovered the woman dead in the room's bed on Thursday. Don't know the the race of the female victim, right? Purported victim. Who knows who, if she was drugged or if she took the drugs... But you go to have your little spring break party, 
and you ended up dead? Or in these guys' cases? Who knows? Maybe they're innocent. And they end up uh, facing charges. Maybe they're not innocent. Wouldn't be the first time for sure. People get lynched. People used to get lynched over this stuff. Although who knows what the victim was. Crazy stuff going on. Be alert. Don't be playing around. Um, in the coming hour, I'll tell you a little bit more about the, the mass shooting and the immigration madness. Let me get, though, first to Stephen in Raleigh, North Carolina. Stephen, it's good to hear from you again. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Nice. Um, I told Chris at the beginning of my reason why I was calling it. This is probably old news at this point. It's been maybe close to a month now that you mentioned Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the, the my uh, brother. Oklahoma City bomber. Correct. Mid nineties. <laughs> my, yeah. bro- my brother, uh, he, my brother was stationed in Fort Worth, Kansas, for basic training, and uh, that's where Tim McVeigh was. Also, he was a sergeant at the time. You know, before I guess he was so-called radicalized, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know what? I mean. But anyway, so when he uh, was in the yeah. military, he was in the military with McVeigh, and McVeigh was was a sergeant. Does that mean he's higher? He was higher up than your brother. Right, right, right. My my brother was just a, they call him a private. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I never was in the military. I, I tried to join, but medical reasons kept me out. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's a different that's a different story. But uh, what do you call it? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's not that it's not that fascinating of a story, and I'm probably embellishing a little bit here. But um, <laughs> mainly, uh, mainly uh, the story. It was very short because your basic training is only so many months. You know, he, he wasn't friends with the guy, so it was just a quick little encounter. Because it wasn't his direct sergeant, like it was just one of the sergeants on that base. Yeah, and uh, they do these drills, right? Where they, uh, you know, like you know, for for this particular uh, story, I'm telling, um, there's there's a part where you have to take apart a weapon and put it back uh, back together as fast as you can. And uh, the the part my brother remembers about Tim McVeigh was, you know, he was they were in like a van or something like that or some kind of um, vehicle. And uh, they're doing the whole thrill, putting the weapons. And my brother struggled at first, and then he like figured it out and did it very fast. And like Tim McVeigh's like, "Oh my God, Will!" Because they call they call you by your last name in the military usually. Oh, okay. Like, oh my God, oh my God, Will! That's amazing. I saw you struggling, and then you, I don't know, I, I can't really <laughs> tell the story very good, but he basically just was like complimenting him like crazy. And, wow. Uh, but that's a bit. I mean, that's basically it. Nothing, you know, nothing more than just that. So it's not that fascinating of a story, but right. uh, man, but, interesting but, though. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did know him <laughs> to some degree, uh, very briefly. I'm starstruck. Um, and, not that I admire that guy, but right, right. Um, you know, it's just kind of interesting. It's, That's wild. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I don't. I mean, like, look. I mean, they said he had like Nazi memorabilia on the wall. I mean, I used to collect old World War II things. I had all kinds of Nazi flags. I know, and stuff like that, but I'm. I'm no, I'm no, I'm no Nazi by any means. Nor, nor necessarily was that guy. I mean, I don't know much about him. No, no, he wasn't. He just, he just was angry for some reason, and he did what he did. That's it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. From what I got out of reading, even the Wikipedia bio about him, right? Basically, he was really into gun rights. The NRA was not extreme enough for him, or basic enough for, based enough for him to, you know, fight for our rights. And he, like you said, he got angry, and many of his gripes were 
legitimate uh, complaints about the country. It's kind of right. like the uh, rebellious teenager. You're right in some of the injustices that you're talking about, but don't be mad about it. And that drove him Absolutely, mad. Yeah. And he That's did evil. Yep. He just had the young mindset that uh, he couldn't get over his anger, you know, essentially. Yeah, he wanted to take out revenge for these different violations of our rights, such as like the killings of different cult members who were in America and stuff like that um, by right. the government, by the government. Right. It's kind of like the Unabomber guy. Like he, he sort of had legitimate reasons to be angry, but he was, you know, he's crazy. You know, you do. He did some stupid things. You know, you don't, you don't bomb people. I like. I, mean, it's kind of like, I like Jesse's lesson that there is never a reason to be angry. There is never a reason to be angry, absolutely. but it's a reason yeah. to um, to disagree. They oh, had legitimate yeah, disagreements. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like he says, like you know, speak up but don't resent. You yeah. Know, like, that, that's definitely true, and that's something I've learned a lot, you know, by you know listening to the show and everything. So that's what's up. That's yeah. cool, man. Well, it's good to hear from you again, Stephen. Appreciate you, man. Good to hear from you as well. Are you going to play some John Parfit? Of for course, me? <laughs> I will. <laughs> Absolutely, I, lo- I love that guy. That's great, man. You have good taste in music, bro. Appreciate later. it. <laughs> yeah, later on, man. All right, take care. Take care, Stephen. Very nice. You know, before I go to break, I my, a friend of mine works out in, um, works for basically a government job over in San Bernardino County. And as I recall, he was, um, the one guy who could kind of get that guy out of his shell, that Muslim guy who ended up, he only knew him for a brief time, but ended up shooting a bunch of people in a Muslim terror attack along with his wife living in San Bernardino a a few years ago. And he knew some of the victims. My friend knew some of the victims. But that guy was like a off, one of those guys who were off and poorly um, socialized, if you will. Not, not sociably, sociably apt. Socially apt. What happened to Soul Junk? Asks Bass AF. Should we do a Soul Junk song? Another Soul Junk song? Let's do a Unkst Funk Slag Collision. If you can. If you can, if you can pull that. No? Okay. He's gonna try. Um, I am, I am going to get to, uh, Zach in Columbus, Ohio after this brief break, guys. <laughs> Zach in Columbus is coming up. He wants to talk about Earl. And I will read all of your super chats. Be on the lookout for those. Appreciate the support. Streamlabs, Trovo, DLive. And then I'll also talk about this, uh, this mess with the mass shooting. They're going after, you know, they're using every excuse. They're going after the so-called guns, gun control, gun safety. It's just communist buzzwords um, to uh, trick you. It was not, I guess Arabs are considered a little bit white, right? So it was a white suspect. <laughs> but his first name was Ahmad. A-H-M-A-D. Ahmad. Okay, guys, be right back in a couple of minutes here. Hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. 
says dark side of the bear what <laughs> and uh, the noise is painful says Lin Yen Chin just garbage leave it to MF doom says samurai cam ouch you guys are brutal if that's music then I'm Miles Davis says Skip McBurney mute says the earth is flat that's funny but I see some people showing love in faith I see it with my spiritual eyes <laughs> Cringe, says Joseph Gerlichs. Yeah, that was soul junk. Soul hyphen junk. Unks. That was Unks Funk Slag Collision. The album 1957. Sorry to Steven. Steven wanted me to play John Parfit and said I had great me- pl- taste in music. And uh, I played Bright Lights, which is John Parfit. Come out, that song at the very beginning. Joel played it for you guys. I muted it too, says Turbo Nerd. <laughs> oh, man. Brutal! It sounds like a scratched record. Says Sixto Rewired. Interesting. Is that a good thing? Anyway, that's what I was listening to back in, uh, college. College days. It was fun. By myself. I'd rather be waterboarded than listen to that again, says Brandon M. with a colorful chat. Thank you for the support, Brandon M. Dark Side of the Bear. What? Says, why you gotta do me like that based... AF, Based America First, because Based America First asked for Soul Junk. He's like, what, no more Soul Junk? He's why I did that. Sadly, I'd rather John, last name, another for a delightful yogurt. Not sure what you mean, but 
At least soul junk is accurate. <laughs> Funny, man. Funny, guys. Okay, let me get to Zach out of Columbus, Ohio. 888-775-3773. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Hey, How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. I do have to say, though, that music sounded like someone's Obama phone calling Jesse. So, <laughs> nice. It was, it, was, it was pretty bad. I'd rather listen to some good old John Parfit. Yeah. John Parfit is smooth. He is. Very true. Um, before I give my response to Earl, um, I do want to say I just got out of health class, and something happened with the woman in the class and got into an argument. The teacher? Um, uh, the teacher and the class, I was kind of arguing with them, because they were talking about how body positivity is a good thing. Yeah. So I was like, what about for, for 300-pound women, for fat women? And they were like, well, you should still be positive to them. And I was like, it's not okay to be obese. Right. And apparently that's not okay to stay in class. I didn't get kicked out. Okay. <laughs> but but it, apparently that's not okay to stay in class with I mean, if you're fat, you shouldn't be fat. You yeah, very true. And it weight. and you shouldn't even be, like, never mind 300 pounds. The, like, even to be a little obese can be dangerous. There was a 40-something-year-old Republican politician who, uh, he ended up getting COVID and dying of a heart attack. Family man. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful family. And he was not 300 pounds. He was probably not too much more than 200 pounds. But he was kind of chunky, kind of fat, not exactly healthy. So it's not something to just neglect in favor of just working all the time and, and eating wrong and sleeping wrong and, and not exercising, you know? It's not. And I don't understand. You're a health teacher. You're not supposed to be promoting <laughs> yeah. fatness. Yeah. I mean, you, you let people, you say your piece and let them live their life, right? Let them suffer and yep. die. But you're right. It's this body positivity thing is a misguided female-minded um, enabling of evil. And it's... It really is. Yeah, and it's just they're being exploited by the people who... The so-called health industry, which really thrives on you being unhealthy. Because you, when you're unhealthy, you're desperate. And when you're desperate, you spend money. Yep. Yeah. I agree. But with the whole thing with Earl, I looked up who Robert Smalls was. Yeah. Robert Smalls was not the American hero, Earl. Robert <laughs> Smalls was caught up in the black thing. He was caught That's up what in, in, in what? In the black thing? In the black thing, yeah. Yeah. Sitting down with Abraham Lincoln, apparently saying that black people should be able to fight for their right. You know. And all, and all this stuff. You know, I took African-American history back when I was at Pasadena City College, a couple of classes, oh, man. With, a, with a professor, Mhunzi. He was a fun professor to go to. But I think I might have heard about this guy, because there was some black guy who wanted to work with uh, Abraham Lincoln, and I think, according to Mhunzi, who was my professor at that time, Abraham Lincoln, Honest Abe said... This is a disagreement between two white gentlemen, or between white gentlemen, and does not concern you. <laughs> <It's> 
<laughs> Which to me, like, he just said it matter-of-factly. I'm like, hmm, interesting. I t- kind of took it in stride. He might have meant it as it being into the black thing, because I, Mhunzi might have been into Farrakhan and all that stuff, because we learned that name. Farrakhan is the leader of the Nation of Islam. Oh, man. So, but it's, it's, that's interesting. Yeah, the, um, the prior caller from Austin said the same, th- he said some stuff about Smalls as well. That's interesting, man. He was into the black thing. He was into the black thing. And then, you know, as he was talking about the African-American history class, they kind of pushed that at my school to take it, like your senior year. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not taking it. I know that. But yeah. um, because then it's going to kind of brainwash me. Yep. Because we're going, I'm not going to be able to call that much anymore in April because we're going back to school five days a week. Nice. Yeah, it is. It is good. It is good. Kind of. Um, but then I'm not going to be able to watch Jesse in the morning. I'm yeah. not going to be able to watch your show. So then I'm going to have to go back later in the day to watch the show. But it's better live, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You can uh, listen to it as you're taking your jogs or whatever. Ch- jog or bike rides or whatever. I don't know yeah, what you do. That, yeah, yeah. I just I run cross-country and stuff, so I run a lot. You ever listen on your headphones while running? Yeah, or do they I do. Dis- I, discourage that. We were discouraged from doing that stuff. Yeah, we're not allowed to at practice, but yeah. like outside of practice, you know, I usually just put in my headphones and listen to some music or something. You could download the audio podcast because you don't have to pull up the video. Oh, just yeah. an idea. Is that on? Is that on like JLP dot com or whatever? Yeah, um, Jesse Lee Peterson dot com slash show. There are links to the. I don't know which podcast platform you would prefer, whether Apple Podcasts or Google or Amazon or or uh, yeah, I think Spotify or whatever. Be the best. Yeah, and uh, you can you can download it or just stream it, stream the audio, and then it's probably taking less data anyway. You're right. Yeah. All right, all right, Hank. It was nice to talk to you. And yeah, you then, too. Uh, well, I do want to say shout out to Bobby in Texas. You know, my my main guy. Nice. Right on, man. Yep. All right, take care, Zach. Yep, you too. Appreciate you. Very nice. Some scrawny folk have too much fat on their vital organs, says Lin Yenchin. There are also those with plaque, like the plaque that gets stuck on your teeth, but built up in their arteries. I don't know if it's the same plaque. It might be. Um, Causing inefficient blood flow. So, too, extra weight easily crushes their body's oxygenation. Interesting. Smart man. Interesting, man. Okay, before I get to get back to calls, I have Hugh in New York coming up shortly. Boulder grocery store shooting. Fox News reports the Boulder mass shooting suspect has been identified, charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder, the suspect was Ahmad, A-H-M-A-D, Alyssa, A-L-I-S-S-A. wonder what that last name is. Was he mixed? 21-year-old, it looked like he had a bald spot, if I was looking at the right guy. Arvada, Colorado man. See, isn't, it that, isn't that interesting? They call him a Colorado man. <laughs> Arvada, Colorado man. When his name is Ahmad. Hmm... And, you know, I don't, we don't know what the motive is, not, se- not specified at this time anyway, at the time of this report that I read. 
Police also identified the 10 victims, families notified by 4 a.m. local time, ranging from age 20 to 59. Denny Strong, age 20. Nevin Stanisic, 23. Ricky Olds, R-I-K-K-I, might be a lady, age 25. Tralona Bartkowiak, 49. Suzanne Fountain, 59. Terry Laker, Terry Laker, 51. Boulder Police Officer Eric Talley, 51. Kevin Mahoney, 61. Lynn Murray, 62. Jody Waters, 65. Ladies and men, killed. Police were dispatched to King Supers at Table Mesa, 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 approximately 2.40 local time yesterday. Immediately engaged the suspect and shot him, Harold said. But it seemed like they were like, it took, it took longer than just to shoot him because you have to kind of secure the area. So they were out there for a while. It seemed like, seemed like quite a while. 2.40 p.m. And I think he was let out in handcuffs around 3-something, like 3.40, like within an hour. Yeah, 3.28 local time. Suspect was taken into custody. They have a female police chief over in Boulder, Colorado. I've been to Boulder. Maris Harold is her name, I think. Woman. Transported to the local county jail. Or will be. He had, like, they had a... Police were leading this shirtless man with a bloodied leg out of the store in handcuffs. They wouldn't say if he was the suspect. So I don't know if that guy with the bald spot was this guy. 21-year-old guy. Some people do bald. By 18, they're bald. Some people, it takes longer. Some people, not at all. Witness told AP he had just left the, sus- the supermarket when he heard gunshots and saw three people lying face down, two in the lot, parking lot, one near the doorway. Crazy. Couldn't tell if they were breathing. You know, and they're talking about mass shootings now. Seventh mass killing this year in the United States, according to following the March 16th one, you know, last week with the three uh, spas that were shot up, so-called spas, massage businesses, (laughs) according to a database compiled by the far left enemies of America, Associated Press USA Today, also enemies of America and Northeastern University. Don't trust them either. But that's what they say. Daily cameras, Boulder's local newspaper, they called Monday's mass shooting apparently the deadliest Boulder County history has seen and among the deadliest in the state. Most recent attack in Boulder, 25 miles northwest of Denver, home to the University of Colorado, College Town. Hmm. Stunned the state, seen several mass shootings, including the 1999 Columbine shooting, high school massacre. And the 2012 Aurora movie theater shooting. 420-99. Hitler's birthday. Right? I think. Was that the reason? Two teenage boys, back when I was a senior in high school, I wasn't going to Columbine, dressed in the trench coat mafia. Trench coats. Went on a killing rampage at Columbine High School in suburban Denver. Shot and killed 12 classmates and a teacher and wounded two dozen others before killing themselves just after lunch. What a mess. Threw threw a bomb or or more. Dylan Claybold and Eric Harris. And they were playing video games. And people blamed video games. (laughs) Had sawed-off shotguns and handguns. Homemade grenades and pipe bombs. And then the Aurora situation. Aurora, Colorado. Remember that? When that that 
I think it was the third Batman uh, Dark Knight trilogy. The second was the one with Joker, right? In 2008, I think. The, the dead Joker, the dead actor. The Dark Knight Rises in 2012. July 20th, 2012. James Holmes, who had issues. I think I remember hearing something about his professor down in San Diego saying some things about him. About his mental state and stuff. Killed 12 people, left nearly 60 injured, opened fire at a movie theater attack during a midnight showing of the Batman film. 35 miles from Boulder. He wore an all-black ensemble of protective gear at the time of the shooting. That means he wanted to live. He, it wasn't a murder-suicide incident. That guy wanted to live. So people like, oh, these white boys kill up a bunch of people, and then they just get apprehended. Well, white guys don't have such a death wish on themselves. They're not as reckless. They're cowards. They go to places that are gun-free zones, and they uh, kill a bunch of people. But they, this guy wanted to live. He wore protective gear. That's just a side note, just to kind of debunk the notion that, oh, cops give preferential treatment. They're extra gentle with, the, with these mass shooters. Give me a break. He threw gas canisters in the theater, I heard. Sentenced to life in prison without parole. Why not the death penalty? Seems like it should have gotten the death penalty. Phony politicians. That lady who carries a gun in Congress, right? Representative Boebert. What's her first name? I don't remember. She decried the senseless violence. Lauren Boebert. Yeah, senseless violence in Boulder. Uh, why do you always have to call that senseless? Anyway, she's a gun rights activist. Right on to her for that. But she's a female politician. It's just, she wants to, like, please everybody. She's all, we should unify and not divide during this time. Get her out. Because we need to stay divided against the evil people who want to violate our rights in the name of these mass shootings. Right? Right. Don't be falling for that mess. The way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And that's how it always works out. And in many cases, these are um, gun-free zones that these things take place. And they don't want to stop... Anyway, they like a manageable amount of violence and destruction so they they can always swoop in and create more mess. Thank you to Based AF, Based America First for the diamond and support. As always, man, appreciate you. Let me get to Hugh in New York on the line for some time. How are you doing, Hugh? Hey, my man, how are you? Doing fine, thank you. Good, good, good. Yeah, I wanted to uh, call in and um, I was talking to your call screener. A kind of a weird situation that I wanted to discuss with you, um, and it's, 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 it's kind of been going on probably for, you know, the last few years. It really started up uh, during the Obama era, but uh, so I own uh, an, an executive search firm. Basically, I do a lot of recruiting for companies that want engineers and stuff like that. Cool. If they want an engineer, they come to me, and they're like, hey, you know, we need this type of a person. Yeah. I'll, I'll find for them, and you know, basically it's charge with me for finding a person. So I um I get invited to do a lot of things like different talks and stuff like that. Um this is the second time this situation happened to me and I wanted to get your thought on it. But 
Uh, I, I have an NDA, so I, I can't go like too much into detail, but I got a form, like a diversity and inclusion form. Yeah. And like they send it to me and they made me sign it. And <laughs> basically, for all intents and purposes, the form says, we want you to find us someone that's black, black female, or female. And they, they rank them like in preference. And they said that they're like, and, they, and their excuse is that they're trying to meet like internal quotas on like diversity and stuff like that. Yeah. And, is this one, just, is this, this is one company in particular that has contacted you, but it's become like a growing phenomenon of companies wanting this from you? Yeah, this is the second time that this, this situation is a little bit different than the first one, but, but yeah, it, it, it's just going crazy. And I, I, yeah. I, I feel like it's reverse racism. Like, I, I just can't. You know, it, it's hard for me to do that. To, cause, cause Try I'm to find the most qualified black female. Like, I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Can you find the, try to find the most qualified <laughs> black female? Play the game, man. If you want to, I mean, it's totally up to you whether yeah. you want to keep playing the game with them and uh, play by the world's rules in order to function. I mean, sometimes you have to do that. It's not, it's true. It's not yeah. your fault. It's what They're they want. right. Customer's always yeah. right, <laughs> and in this case, but, these... but isn't it isn't it a weird situation though? For it's, sure, it's like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if, if someone, if there was a company out there that that went out and said, you know, we only want you to hire, we only want to hire four year old white males. I, I mean, it's totally. You know what? I, I like I like discrimination. I want people to be free to discriminate. I wish that people would say, oh, I want to specifically. A white man, or a specifically, I want this or that, because that's what we should be free to do. And they're free to discriminate against whites only right now, and men only, and Christians right. only right now. But uh, on the, officially, they're not allowed to, but they do. You know, everybody knows it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's against HR rules uh, everywhere. Like you're really but not H allowed to. HR should be like deported. <laughs> From the country, because HR is just evil, you know these people. Oh, oh my gosh! But uh, yeah, can you can you are you willing to play that game? Yeah, I mean, I, I am. I, I just, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like I, I've been doing this for I've been doing this for for 15 years now, and, and it's it's just always been like this has never happened. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not used to this. Yeah, and, and and I've always I've always prided myself on finding the absolute best person for the job and, and, and making the hire, but but it just seems like things are getting really, you know, muddied up and convoluted, and well, it, it's just weird. It's like we have to adapt to this. Maybe it's just may, a strange thing to adapt to. Maybe something that you could do is uh, give a few. Do you have to do just one candidate? Maybe you could do like three candidates. One is the. Um, most diverse one is the the diverse one but qualified and one is the actually qualified yeah that's, that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> actually it, you know what and don't that? put it under those headings of course put it like right, oh here right. are my here are my suggestions that's a, that's actually like a great idea you know and then it's, it's, it's kind, it's kind then of it's on do, them and then you know yeah 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 absolutely and, and, and if the candidate doesn't work out you, you know that's just it's like you know no, no skin off my back but but, but it, i'll it, tell it's, you it's weird you know how you you're expressing all this hesitation you're like yeah i could work with it i guess 
I hope that when mm-hmm. you're pre- presented with these options that you just take it in stride and be like, oh, yeah, totally, I can work with you. Because you have to present a, you have to present a a confident front. That's one of the great things that made Trump so um, successful in his in his life. Right? Was mm-hmm. even with this Twitter ban, he's like, you know, they did me a favor. I like doing the um, I like doing press releases. They're more elegant. <laughs> he, uh, just always he just you can't get him down. Roll off the back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just like rolls off of them. Uh, yeah, and that is uh, that's nope. crazy. No guilt because it's what they want. You're just doing what they want. Great, great point. That's really a great point. It's just uh, definitely a weird scenario. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly getting uh, blundered with these, like, hey, we're inviting you to this, this seminar on unconscious bias. And I'm like, what the heck is unconscious bias? <laughs> you know you, you I mean? say that to them or are you just thinking that? No, I'm thinking that in my okay. head. I don't say that to them. Because yeah. you should be saying, oh, great. <laughs> I mean, if you want to stay in this field, point. yeah, just pl- yeah. play along. I mean, there are ways to win. That's a very, very good point. I, 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 sh- I should go there and, and do the seminar stuff just, just for an educational thing. To, to yeah, then you can uh, kind of, you report know. back to the madness if you want. If you want to report on, <laughs> call into my show and say, hey, this is what I learned, this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should definitely do that. I mean, I get these emails like literally on a weekly basis, so I, I should I should go to one of them. And, but those are evil uh, places. So if you get you got to be as um, what's this lady's name? Penny Rue said, "Be wise as serpents and innocent as doves." So if you go there, you have to be ready to be. Uh, the, they may confront you since you are. You sound like you might be white. I am, and you're male. You're sensible. People can smell that on you. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. I'm and they might not like you, white man. <laughs> so if you go, don't, just be know. Just know that these are he- these are vicious people. Some of them. Maybe I'll just be a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to I, go I gotta, if they want you to go. Right, right. Go, but it is. It can be uh, dangerous for your career. Yeah, it's just a, it's a good thing. It's like own the company, so you know. I just gotta be. I just gotta be careful. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, but I do have to ask, how was the pizza? Was it gourmet pizza? It was good. It was, uh, <laughs> it's called No Name Pizza. And it's, it's, uh, one of my favorite places. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. That's excellent. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm glad you had, I'm glad you had fun. And I'm sorry it took two years to get to that point. But, uh, oh, that's fine. Hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Appreciate it, Hugh. It's good to hear from you. All right. Thanks for having me. It was great talking. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Biden calls for an assault weapons ban. So-called assault weapons ban. This is from Fox News headline. In the wake of the Boulder mass shooting, it urges the Senate to pass gun control measures, quote, immediately, unquote. This is the same guy who said, all you need is a, is a uh, shotgun. He was under Obama. He's all, Fire two shots in the air, and it'll make the people run off, even though that's illegal to do <laughs> in, in many places. You're not supposed to shoot into the air. Okay. Let me get to Cam in Atlanta, Georgia. Cam, how are you doing? What's up, Hake? Hey, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too, man. I love these conversations. Um, 
So, like, Joe Biden want to uh, ban this. Uh, he want to do assault weapons ban and say shoot in the air. <laughs> Listen, man. It, it's like, man, it seems like he never shot a weapon in his life. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good, uh, it's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah, I mean, like, has he? Like, like, I, I, I really don't know. Like, don't know. Of, yeah, like, what's you're coming like, in, uh, Cam, you're coming in a little rough. It's, let me check, it's let me windy. have, are you in the wind? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait, hold on. I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah. The heck is going on? I'm up in the mountains now. Hold on a second. I'm what weapon? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the, uh, connect, it might just be the connection. I don't think that it's necessarily wind. It's not making a wind sound. But Are we good J- now? Maybe better, maybe better. JJ Money okay. says, what weapon isn't used for assaulting? Okay, Cam, you yeah, were saying? I mean, yeah, like, so, if you shoot in the air, everything that comes up has to come down. Yeah. That's so wrong. That's absolutely the worst thing you could do. The best thing you can do is shoot the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's still not smart, but that's, you know, the best thing to do is just not have to shoot nobody, right? Right. <laughs> but, but, but he wants to ban assault weapons, man. If somebody, if somebody like me was out there waiting for this, uh, uh, pretty much a terrorist to come there and do a mass shooting, yeah. he would have stopped. If I, if I was there with an AR, he would have stopped. Yeah. I would have made him stop. I would have made him stop. Or even anybody with a handgun. Even if you had, like, mm-hmm. your handgun on your hip or whatever, mm-hmm. concealed maybe. or not. Maybe, maybe. You know, people be practicing with these ARs, man. That's and true. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. If you yeah. look at the 556 five, round, the 556 five, round is a hunting round. Yeah. It comes from a hunting round, the 222. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, 223, 222, yeah, same thing. It's a hunting round. So, like, it, I, don't, I don't understand why he wants to try to ban this. Oh, you need a shotgun, which is a hunting uh, firearm, right? Yeah. But the, the bullets that are in the AR are hunting rounds, essentially. Like, I don't understand the whole idea of this. So you ban this, now what's going to happen? The people that can get the weapons on the black market or get it underneath the, 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 the rug, underneath the table. Yeah, you know or the I'm cartels. Like the, Wait, am I exactly. going in the right way? And cartels. Guess, and guess what? The cartels have automatic yeah. AK-47. Automatic. Yeah. And he's trying to ban... He, no, okay, yeah, American citizens can't have automatics. Okay, okay, okay. Now we can't have uh, an AR that literally just, just like, for no other reason but to hold down America. That's it. I know. It, 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 it's, True. I, like, Female-minded just, just whole, control freaks. Yeah, man. Yep. Man, man but, but no, check it out, though. Some women actually be having the right mind, having more of uh, a, 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 a strong mind than true. Biden does. Like, yeah. Yep, very true. Yeah, when I say female-minded, I mean just that misguided mama, helicopter parent, hamstring, yeah. and tie, tie the hands behind the backs of the decent people, and the military, the cops, the, uh, the veterans, right. the oath keepers, the, the militias, and, and the, like, we and the like people. The, and meanwhile, right, the, and then, the criminals run wild. What were you going to say? And that, yeah, this is just like it's just a, it's kind of like a catch twenty two with it, you know? Because like yeah. you, we don't like we don't. I mean, it would suck to have everybody walking around with ARs, but maybe we gotta <laughs> start walking around with ARs. I don't know if it would be such a bad thing. It, to me, it wouldn't. But I know like some people would be like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, to me, I'm like, okay, this is shit. This is this. Honestly, this is like heaven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is heaven. I know that nobody's gonna do nothing if they if they do do something, man. Right. You better not do nothing. Yep, <laughs> exactly. It causes people to be more, uh, what is that called? Polite. <laughs> sensible, sensible, polite. Yep. Uh, use their head a little bit more, because when you see that firearm, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, know, I, know how, I know how loud that is. You know it blows. I know how it blows. Yeah, so it's let me, loud. Let me not, let me, <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so it's like, if you know that, 
you know this. And if everybody would just train with that, they would respect it more. Yeah. Joe Biden, he don't respect it. Yep. He don't, man. It seems like he ain't never shot an AR in his life, man. Right. No, he's as bad or worse than Obama. He was pushing for this stuff, too, even back then. So it's been a long time that these people have been hammering every chance they get. And it's so exploitative. Give me a break. Oh, also, one more thing, one more yeah. thing, one more thing. Um, I don't want to, like, you know what I'm saying, but one of the persons that was, like, reporting to the uh, news organization about his kids or granddaughter or something hiding in the closet, he referred to the police officers as stormtroopers. I don't know if anybody's caught that, <laughs> but a stormtrooper is a Nazi. Like, wow. what is wrong with America, man? Like, why would, because, I mean, that's what I thought a stormtrooper was, like, from Star Wars. Yeah. Like, they modeled that off of the Nazis, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> so why would he call the police stormtroopers? Like, I don't know, man. Say, they they came in there and saved your daughter, bro. Why are you going to call him a stormtrooper? Right. Your, your phone is messing up pretty badly, Scam. I yeah, mean, I'm Cam. good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank good you. to hear from you. I uh, love support the show and everything, man. Turn up. I love you, man. All nice. Right. right on, dude. All right. Cool. Sorry, guys. I uh, It got kind of worse towards the end, like with that pap, pap, pap. Okay. But thank you, Cam. Great points. Yeah, and they're just endlessly smearing. Cops, whites, men, men, man. Okay, here's a little update. Let me just double check the what I have in here. Immigration madness. The sheriff reports Mexican drug cartels are using kids as decoys to smuggle members into the United States. This is a Revolver News link to a New York Post article written by Gabrielle Fonrouge. Fonrouge. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And she's kind of sloppy in her writing, but it's quite interesting. The man that she's reportedly quoting, Hidalgo County Sheriff J.E. Guerra. Guerra. Which means war, right? (laughs) But that's his last name. In Texas, he said that cartels are splitting up kids for their, from their supposed immigrant parents then they have cartel members pose as those children's relatives in order to cross the border. So say a mother, uh, with, they said with the family units coming across, you might have, say, a mother with three children. Which, by the way, that's not a family unit. Because a family is a mother and father with children. And so these are not family units, but they call them family units just for argument's sake or for official business. The cartels will say to the mother... Single mother, right? Which is bad enough. But the cartels say you can cross with one child. So a single mother with a child. That's horrible. That's going to raise a little <laughs> troublemaker. And she's going to be a troublemaker, right? But uh, then on top of that, the cartels are going to take two children, according to this sheriff. And we're going to use, the cartel is speaking, we're going to use those two children to smuggle two others, adults, and pretend that those are family units. We have individuals that might be 21, 22, and they pass themselves off as 16, 17 years old and say, hey, we're an unaccompanied minor. And then they might give a false name. They might have a criminal record in their own countries. I had coworkers who went by Hector and then later found out his name is actually Hugo. Or I had an Ernesto and his name is actually something completely different. Crazy. And, uh, but not that they were cartel members. Maybe they're just using fake names. 
The cartel guy, he'll take off his shirt and blend in with the rest of the so-called migrants. But he doesn't have muddy shoes. He's got cleaner shoes. And so sometimes they like, hey, and he doesn't smell because he hasn't been on the walking on the road in the uh, caravan. Right. And that's a clue. And sometimes they'll catch the liar if they're dedicated to their job, the Border Patrol. Right. Cartels make anywhere from a thousand dollars to fifteen thousand. I mean, fifteen hundred for every single body. There's no way you're going to get across without paying, this guy says. And the cartels are making a killing right now, meaning a lot of money. If you can't afford it and you have that little 15, 16-year-old child with, with you, well, guess what, he said. You're going to Houston. You're going to go to Houston, and that little girl is going to go work in sex trafficking, he says. This is a uh, sheriff talking, Hidalgo County Sheriff, J.E. Guerra. Guerra. And that little girl is going to pay off all your debt. That's happening, he says. The previous convicted felons and pedophiles and people who've been convicted of sexual assault who've been deported, you see those coming across in droves, he said. Yeah, get deported, come right back. It's considered a felony if you come back after being deported, but they still do it, and many times they get away with it. And, and in many times, they still don't get uh, convicted of anything. Remember that guy who sh- shot and killed... Um, that girl who was 31 years old up in San Francisco. And uh, Bill O'Reilly wanted to make a law after in her name, but the Congress wouldn't make the law. I forget what her name was. But they come across. Cartels know that. They'll charge them a lot more money if they uh, have a um, sketchy background. And you're also seeing methamphetamine, heroin, cocaine. And fentanyl is killing people. Opioids are just poison, this guy says. It's wild. And the immigration situation is not transparent, by the way. The White House, according to the Epic Times and the New York Post, White House is giving journalists zero access to Border Patrol operations, according to a photographer. And the government's imposing severe restrictions on news outlets covering the border crisis. Remember those pictures of those children in the, uh, uh, you, you, you're not jealous of them, put it that way. You're not like, oh, I want to be there. <laughs> and, unless your situation's really bad, right? That was from a Democrat congressman. Dumb Democrat, right? Feeling sorry for the uh, people. And then they're going into hotels. And they're renting out whole convention centers. Not renting. Well, kind of renting. Convention centers are being used instead of sports and entertainment and whatever or our own homeless people They're housing these migrant miners, right? It's happening in Dallas, Texas and San Diego, California Democrats Letting them all in like crazy The black female Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee evil woman But even she admits the Biden border plan, quote, does not look like it's working at this time. (laughs) That's from the Epic Times. And by the way, illegals, according to a report, are going to receive $4.38 billion in stimulus checks. I'm not surprised to hear this. Billions in in so-called stimulus checks. Going to the illegals. Arizona lineman, by the way, says, with a diamond on D-Live, Mexico has no guns. Look at how well it's working there. Yeah. 
They probably have very strict gun control, but the cartels are better armed. The cartels overpower the cops over there. They're running the show. Dark Side of the Bear What with a diamond says, Shout out to Penny Roo, Brandon M, TCBB, which I believe is Take Care Business Bear. Nice. Shaggy. And Uncle Ted, 88. Nice. Very nice. Let me double check the Trovo because I can miss so that sometimes. Let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? My brother James, what's going on, brother? Not much. How about you? Pretty good, man. Um, happy spring, man. I ain't really with spring, man. Is it spring already? <laughs> Does spring yes, begin in March? Yeah. Okay. I think I think it was either Friday or You're right. Weekend. Saturday, March twentieth through Sunday, June twentieth. Okay. I mean, like, we're in man, spring. Time is flying. No longer fall. Yeah. No longer. No, no longer winter. Wow. There you go. That's fast. Yeah. Happy spring, then. That's cool. Same to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I want to ask you real quick. What about Roland Martin? Do you think he's a Christian? He claimed to be. No, I don't think he's a Christian. I mean, okay, there's a lot of people who will call themselves Christians, and they want to be Christians, and they're, in many cases, they're conservative and believe in what's right, but they're not living it. They can't live it. Yeah. I don't even think that's him because he's a liberal. I don't see how you can yeah. even because there are conservatives who are Christians, but they're just not living the life. Right. That's most of us, right? Right. But Roland Martin, no, these you can't you can't be a Christian and be like that. You ca- you can call yourself yeah. a liberal Christian. There are more and more and more and more people calling themselves liberal Christians or li- yeah. calling themselves liberals. But I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I think that, that he's, out, isn't his wife a preacher? I, I'm not sure. I think. I think he, I think she is. Roland Uh-oh. Martin, wife, preacher. Let's see. Jackie, Damn. Jackie Hood Martin. I don't know. I, I'm not, Reverend, I'm not yeah, Reverend Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I-E, Hood Martin. An author and ordained minister. Oh, God. Yeah. His wife is a preacher. And, uh, and he's fat. And, and <laughs> like, he should be, like he should be the preacher. The other way around, shouldn't it be? Yeah. In fact, yeah. he, should, he needs to go into his prayer closet. <laughs> that man. That man yeah. is an angry, bitter person. If yeah, you ever, you know what? He can, um, if you ever troll him on Twitter, it's easy to get him to respond. <laughs> At least in my experience. Years ago, I would get into little Twitter arguments with that guy. What a mess. You know, um, he's, he gets so upset, like, <laughs> if somebody tell me that there's no photo oppression, I'm going to disown him. That's and funny. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, wait a minute. How can, how can I say that? I've never experienced it. Right. And I mean, if you say it's there, who are the people that are, that are experiencing this? I mean, is it, have you done it? Have you experienced it personally? Yeah. You know what I mean? I have never experienced any type of problem with voting. Whether it's absentee, voting in person, getting the right documents, I've never had any ounce of problem. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I mean, mean, I'm like, where y'all be getting these people from? How how can y'all bring them to the news to let them testify? Right. No, it's just just propaganda. 
is pushing this, oh, voter ID is racist because blacks are less likely to have an ID. That's that. You know what? That's 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 nonsense. I'm like, I know. <laughs> if, if blacks can take, um, if they can catch the bus to go shopping, going to the malls and parties, they can go get them a voter ID. Right. I ain't hearing that, man. They can go everywhere else. Yep. And I'm tired of people using that. Oh, they're too poor. Nah. And the Democrats just want to want everybody to be victims and stuff like that. And um, oh yeah, and Biden, you, you brought up a good point. Now Biden don't want no media at the border, but yeah, he was. Um, smashing Trump on the Trump I mean, on the border, and he don't even want the media down. Yeah. President Trump never told me they couldn't be down there. No, Trump was Trump one of the most transparent presidencies, yeah. and in fact, like you could hardly contain the leaking. It was so bad, and not in a good way. Right. There were a lot of people leaking information. Some of the leaks were uh-huh. false, but uh, no, he was. And Obama pretended that he was going to be the most transparent president. We're going to broadcast no. everything on C-SPAN. They did backroom deals in order to get Obamacare passed. with the, And it was all Democrats. I don't even know if one Republican voted for Obamacare. And Biden administration is acting the same way, passing all this stuff with all Democrats, no Republicans. And the Republicans are rhinos anyway. I'm not happy with yeah. them either. So, but So you know... Give me a break. So if, it, if it's some type, you can't count on them. You like bite your dad. I hope. I hope this one time he stayed conservative with the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, and oh, go ahead, go ahead, James. No, no, I was, I didn't have anything. Go for it. You know, like Michigan, Earl, he's from the he, Earl's liberal, but he like he like he Earl just just don't know look like to me. He, I think he just go off what CNN tells him, and that's what and that's what he you know. You know, he, he he let CNN be um be his leader. You know what? You know, most, you know what it is. What? I think that um, JLP says this on his, in his speeches when he goes to places. You can get Jesse Lee mm-hmm. Peterson to speak at your uh, favorite, I don't know, business or college or whatever. But what he says regularly is, um, when you're angry, it's easy to believe a lie, and it's hard to believe the truth. And that's that's Earl. <laughs> He's an angry person. Well, you person. know what? Yeah, I'm like, what? What? what, what I mean, what, I can't understand why black people are angry, man. I mean, enjoy yourself. I have never been an angry person, you know, and and that's why one thing about when you're not angry, you don't go through a lot of stuff. Right. When you're angry, you're constantly going through stuff. Constantly, Drama. Constantly going through stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Constantly going, and these be Christians. I will, well, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be going through all that. Like all that is self-inflicted to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not it's talk. not a good thing. It's not a good situation. And honestly, the conservatives it's if you don't get caught by one lie, you'll get caught by another. Because yep. that's why conservatives are losing because we're falling for m- most of us are falling for lies as well. And we're right about some of this stuff, but we're missing it and so we're losing. Cuz we're not perfect. You think we're losing? I mean, we've been losing for so many of us have been losing in life, you know, families, uh-huh. children turning away from the parents and from Christianity, turning more atheist, yeah. turning more liberal. Um, yeah. yeah, fathers not respected or not respectable in many cases. Um, it's just a terrible mess. And the women are leading. This is like a women centered culture more than ever. 
and it's for the worse. Yeah, it is. Women are more miserable than ever, and so is everybody else, because they like to spread misery. Evil people, miserable people. You know what's so it's funny. Hot, it's like, yeah, it's like, um, it, I mean, it's crazy. Can we turn on the too, AC? You know? Sorry about that. Go ahead, Rick. Sorry oh, about you're that. Fine, you're fine. You know, you know, it's, it's just, it's just crazy, James. It seems like men are soft in wet toilet paper nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's sad, man. You know I mean, like, it's just like men are scared. I mean, they, they'll, I, I know I'm not scared to teach my wife a lesson. Nice. You know, I'm like, what I mean by that. Are um, you still married? Yes. Okay. And, um. Were you, were you divorced and remarried or just one? Yeah. I divorced, I divorced, uh, this is my second mule. Oh, okay. So, uh, my first marriage, I was married eight years, and I turned around and remarried. Which oh, I would wow. never ever do again. Were you a were you a Christian <laughs> at the time that you remarried? When I was a Christian, um, yes, I was, and you, and and I, you know, I didn't really have an understanding of remarry. I was thinking, hey, your spouse leave you, you know, after so long, you know, I remarried. Not that that I want to do it, but I did it, and once I did, I just repented from it and um. Learn from it and just, just wouldn't do it again. Yeah. That's one of the things you know? that the churches, they got criticized for by the pro-gays. The people who mm-hmm. are all pro-gay, they say, well, Christians pick and choose what sins that they want to accept because they let divorce and remarriage. And they have a point in that we shouldn't even be yeah. allowing divorce and remarriage. It's not, it's not right. I agree with you, James. Yeah. And, you know, and, a lot of, and the church don't touch it. Because half the time the pastors have been buried five times themselves, so they <laughs> yeah. tend not to want to talk about that topic. And um, once I got to understand, you know, listening to you guys and reading on my own, it's true. Marriage is, is designed for you to be married until death do you part. Right. But what what I believe what happens is a lot of people be having sex while they dating. Yep. And then um, they can't really see that person for who they are. And then I guess they say, well. We better make this right for God can keep looking for God can stop looking over our shoulders. Go ahead and get married. So now you get married. Now that real person come out. Now you want to say she did a 360. Now it was there all the time. You were just spiritually blind by you being up in the sex. Right. So you have kids by both you know. marriages, do you? Um. Yes, I do. I have a son with my first marriage. Yeah. And I have a daughter in my second marriage. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So uh, Ghost Rider wants to know what that means before you, before I let you go. What does that mean yeah. that you teach your wife a lesson? What's that mean? But, no, what I mean by that, like, for example, you know, um, I, was telling, I was telling my wife, let my, let my daughter, um, you know, last I was telling her, let her walk to school. She's okay. My daughter be 13 years old in May, May 30th. Nice. So I said, and the school is like right up the street. I was saying, well, let her, let her walk. She'll be fine. Yeah. And of course, of course, the mother's overprotected. Oh, no, so much going on out here. I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. You go up there and pick her up every day after school and walk her back. Nice. You'll be the one doing that. And um, she'll get tired. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean. You go pick her up then. Yeah, c- crime is rising, but if you assess the situation, we were walking to school in kindergarten sometimes, uh-huh. many of us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And when you're a I kid, mean, you're a, you are, you're not as, I don't know, p- kids don't feel as vulnerable as pa- as parents and adults think of the kids as being. They can, they can do a lot for themselves. 
So yeah, we put we until we put that fear in them. Yeah, <laughs> the parents and um, I was telling I, I was telling she she can do it. She can walk us. She'll be in high school in a few years, so you might as well prepare her now. So that's I how you that teach. That's how you teach your wife a lesson. Interesting. Yes, indeed. All right, you going you going you going pick her up. I appreciate it, Rick. It's good to hear from you. No problem. Good to hear from y'all. Hey, love y'all. Keep the good work up. Thank you, the man. Hate report. La, la, la. <laughs> Talk to you later, James. Love y'all, brother. All right. Very nice. <laughs> Shout out to Cheesehead and Meave on Trovo 2, says Dark Side of the Bear. What? Yeah. Thank you, guys. Cheesehead69. Uh, somebody said something funny to me. Oh, dang. Hold on. Yeah, I got Ghost Riders. Softer than, a wh- than wet toilet paper. <laughs> uh, Brenda Brower says, I am not miserable, James, in the YouTube chat. All right. Exceptions to the rule, but on the whole, women are more miserable than ever. If you look at the stats, I learned this from uh, a guy who's been, on, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show once and had Jesse Lee Peterson on his show multiple times, Stefan Molyneux, said that the... Uh, the rates of depression amongst women are through the roof in present days when women have more rights than ever. So, Brenda, I'm not talking about you, I guess, if you're not miserable. If you're de- being honest. <laughs> uh, Malkuth X says, Hake, one of my friends got hit by a car when we were walking home from school. He's dead. Ouch. All right. Was he paying attention? Did he look both ways? You gotta, you can't just send them walking. You have to be like, okay, look both, look out for cars. I remember I got spanked for running across the street in a dead end street, a cul-de-sac. Running back and forth. My dad spanked me. <laughs> I just remember that when you told me that story. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your friend, Malkuth X. Yeah, you gotta be a smart kid. Don't be a dumb kid. Well, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't his fault. Cars, uh, people, drivers. I remember I was about to cross the street because I was dropped off before we got to the school, right? And I was about to cross the street, and somebody ran a red light. The car spun around. And then the girl, the woman had her hands over her mouth like this, like she was just in shock. I was like, oh, wow, interesting. And we had a crossing guard. Crazy. Triple Baconator says, liberal Christian is like saying Judeo-Christian or Satanist Christian. Yeah, they're not Christian. They're not Christian. And Jim Justice says, even Richard Spencer spanked Roland Martin. Yeah, I think he did interview him. (laughs) What do you mean, even Richard Spencer? He's a smart guy, right? Some people uh, do not think very highly of him, but I like him. He did give up on America. I mean based on his interviews with Jesse Lee Peterson and, and on my show. I was on his show once. Um, he didn't like Trump. He went for Biden. Talk about giving up on America. Canadian David says about uh, Roland Martin, I think it's about Roland Martin's wife. He's the head, she's the neck. <laughs> That's terrible. Speaking of cringe material, this is from Revolver News, and it's a... It's a, The Hill, it's from, it's an article from The Hill, which is a far left outlet. Sometimes they have a decent guy. I think there's a, a writer named John Solomon, who's an honest, independent-minded journalist, who has appeared on Fox News before, on Sean Hannity's show, I think. 
I think of him as honest. I don't know. But the, the Revolver News says purge at the top of Heritage Foundation. Remember Heritage Foundation? For me, I always thought of them as like a conservative source and nonprofit organization. Their president and executive vice president both resigned. That's wild. K. Cole James. Well, K. Cole James is a, if I remember right, that's a black female president of the so-called Conservative Heritage Foundation, Think Tank. Resigning from her position, she announced in a letter on Monday. First reported by Real Clear Politics, White House reporter um, Philip Melanchon Wegman. Scoop! Heritage President K. Cole James. Can you look up K. Cole James for me? Or, okay, yeah. This clock is on, clock is on time again, right? Okay, cool. Um, K. Cole James was a black female. And Revolver May rem- reminds us, President K. Cole James denounced America because it's a black female president. Talk about a kiss-up uh, establishment conservative organization now. Subverted. She denounced this woman. That's a black woman, believe it or not. It's not just a nice tan. She's mixed, apparently mixed black. Even though she looks pretty light-skinned. And it looks like she could go either way, but she does look like she has some black in her, right? Don't know if that's her hair. But that's her. K. Oh, there. There's. You can tell. And that's her with Mike Pence at the Heritage Foundation. Long established organization. Well respected. I believe that Jesse Lee Peterson has spoken to events put on by them. But she denounced America as systemically racist during the, the riots of last summer. Did you know that? AM Greatness, American Greatness, has an article called The Con of the Surrender Cons from June of last year by Julie Kelly. Legacy conservatism. One big slippery slope, curving left and capped with a white flag, meaning surrender to evil. Cucks! That's what I mean by cucks, surrendering to evil. But it does end up looking like what you might be thinking. Uh, leading an organization that has contributed so much to the policy dialogue in this country and educated so many individuals across the gro- globe has been an honor of, my, of a lifetime, James, this woman. James is her last name. Wrote in a letter to friends and family. They released a press release announcing her resignation along with that of executive VP Kim R. Holmes. Would you look up that? Because Kim could be a man's name, but is that a woman? A vice president woman, too? A female president? Black female president. Black liberal female president, because she believes in the racism thing. And a uh, female vice president? I'm asking. That's why my voice went high. Kim R. Holmes. Heritage. Seems like it's a man. Okay. I may have been overreacting. Though she is resigning, she will remain a part of the organization's board of trustees, a role she's held since 2005. Terrible. Okay. That's, we, that is what we believe to be the VP, Kim R. Holmes, also resigning. I wonder why, effective April 16th. 
their so-called leadership. Barb Van Andel Gabby is a chairman. A female chairman? Or is that a dude named Barb? Sounds short for Barbara. Chairman of Heritage Foundation's Board of Trustees. You know, whatever. Not that into heritage anymore. I'm over them. <laughs> Are, aren't you? If you guys were ever even into them. But that's some cringe news for you. Good riddance. By the way, the, there's a major insurance company pushing this critical race theory thing. Urging employees not to consider white men for jobs. Don't say brown bag lunch. Be mindful of religious privilege. That's Cigna. I think we used to have Cigna. Anyway, that's that for the Hake Report today. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JoelFridayTV.com. Also, TheGiftedOfDance.com. JessieLeePeterson.com for JLP's stuff. From there, you can find ways to get private counseling. Find RebuildingTheMan.com. That's the Bond website. JLP's nonprofit. And the Fallen State. Check it out, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Yeah.